Hey guys, and welcome to episode two with the one with reality featuring a blonde and a redhead. I'm Casey, and this is Megan. And we are so excited that we are on episode two. Um, but I was just telling Megan this um, funny but annoying story that happened yesterday. So me and my boyfriend were going to the park to play some soccer, get a little exercise, you know. And on the way to the park, he stops and gets like really serious and says, Casey, I need to tell you something. And I was like, what? And um, so one thing about my boyfriend, he is a little bit younger than me. He's 20, but he's about to turn 21. So I was like, okay, whatever, it's fine. And he looks at me and he goes, I am not turning 21 in June. I'm turning 20. I'm actually 19 and I've been lying to you. And I was like, ha ha ha, yeah, very funny, whatever. But then he completely convinced me that he was 19 years old. He had pretexted his sister, which I didn't know about, and told her, like, hey, I'm going to call you, say I'm 19. So he calls his sister because I didn't believe him and he didn't have his ID on him. He was like, um, hey, uh, how old am I? And she was like, um, 19. And he was like, thank you. And then he hung up. And I literally was like, in a tizzy, I called my friends and I was like, he's 19, what do I do? Like, blah, blah, blah. They were in the car driving. They were so shocked. They ran a red light. They're okay. They're fine. Everyone's okay. Um, but yeah, it really put me into quite a tizzy. And I was very mad at him because I did not want to be dating a 19-year-old. Um, but funny, And like, kind of, we already give her enough crap because of how young he is. So that, that made the story even more funny. No, my family gives me so much crap for him being younger than me just because I've always been into older guys, like way older guys, like my dad's age of guys. And I was just sitting there like, how am I going to tell my family he's 19? And I told him, I was like, we're not telling my family. Like, you will continue to lie to my family for the rest of our future. You are lying. Like, I am not going to tell them you are 19. Like, I already get so much crap. Oh, so funny. But uh, how's, your, how's your guy life, Megan? What's, what's new? What's going on? <laughs> you guys will learn that my guy life is kind of a joke all the time. Let's see, what day is it? I... What day is it? I don't even know where to begin with my guy life. Let's just say that. (laughs) (laughs) I have never been into older men. And I met this guy not too long ago. Super cute. Got along so well. Except I just didn't ask the best questions when we were hanging out. And he doesn't really live in my city. So we can't hang out often. But you know, we'll we'll text here and there once in a while. He's coming he's coming back to visit soon. But after hanging out, I was like, oh my gosh, this man is so hot. I cannot wait to see him again. Blah blah blah. And everyone's like, oh, like how old is he? It's like I have really no idea. And so, you know, we're doing what girls do. We're kind of looking up the guy a bit, stalking, basically, we'll just say that. Turns out the guy's 40. And I had no idea. And 40s just, I mean, I haven't confirmed this with him, actually, but the internet doesn't lie. So I'm just assuming he's 40. No, he's 40. 
I'm Fun fact, he like graduated high school the year I was born. So, like, yeah. when I was when I was coming out, fresh into the world, ready to do my thing, he was, like, at his graduation party, getting drunk with his friends, partying it up. <laughs> yeah, being born. it was... Yeah, so I'm not expecting anything to happen with this man. Just that, like, my life's a joke, and I will be seeing him again because, you guys, this man is fine. We're also pretty like sure the he's whole married. like. No, he's not married. I asked. He said no. I'm pretty sure. I don't he's do. Married. I don't do married men. That is one thing on this podcast you will know. He's not married. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's my guy life. He is coming soon. So. I will keep you guys updated. Maybe. We don't know. But um, anyways, we're actually, this is not a dating episode. Surprise. Um, but you thought it was. Today, we actually wanted to talk about moving across the country. So like we mentioned in our intro, we are from Utah. Megan now lives in Miami. I live in Savannah. And we kind of want to talk to you guys about what it's like to get up and move across the country it's gonna be a really exciting episode actually um, i think so too so casey some good stuff. what was it that made you want to move in the first place i don't have like a specific pinpoint it was like this is what i wanted but i knew that at some point i always wanted to live outside of utah and college is just such an easy time to do that and when i first graduated high school i wasn't quite ready to like completely move away and so I kind of want to stay a little bit closer to home until I was ready and then two years at the University of Utah I was kind of like more comfortable being away from like living with my parents and everything and I got more ready to like make the bigger move and go somewhere so I looked into transferring and then by the time I decided I was going to transfer and go somewhere else I was really ready to leave because I had just broken up with my boyfriend I hadn't really made a lot of friends at the University of Utah so I was just kind of like ready to go start over do something new in a new place with new people and then COVID hit and my move date got pushed back a few months and I was devastated because I was just ready to get out of there at that point but then eventually I got to move and it's been very exciting. But Megan, what you moved when you right out of high school, you always knew you were going to move. You'd tell us all the time. Yeah. As soon yeah. as I turn 18, I'm getting out of here. What? Why? Why did you want to get out so bad? No curfew, duh. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just always like messed around with my family when I was younger. But, like the second I'm 18, like bye. Don't know where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere. So I guess you say something enough and the universe just makes it happen. So at 18, I moved to New York City right after high school. Uh, went to Joffrey Ballet School for a little bit. And that was a great time. I've always had like really big dreams, I feel like. And so I was like, all right, New York, here we come. It was so fun, but New York was also really hard. I ended up having to move back a little early because I got super sick and we didn't know why. So then came back, had to go to Utah, the University of Utah for a year, which was really cool. I did their dance team. It was a great time. But I still knew I wanted to 
be out of Utah. It's like, this is just not for me. It's, it's not my scene. I like the craziness a little bit more. I'm just a really big city person. I started looking into NFL teams because I wanted to cheer for one of them. And for some reason, the Miami Dolphins, I was like, all right, that's it. I am moving to Miami. So I told my parents, my mom and I went and looked at the school. We took a, well, I guess she didn't take it with me. I took a prep class for the Dolphins and loved it. And I was like, all right. I'm there cheering together. Like, let's go. Let's go Dolphins. (laughs) Basically. Basically. Um, So yeah, I made the decision and I was like, that's it. I'm, I'm moving to Miami. And so I guess I ended up moving here at 19. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of how we got here. Um, to just jump right into it. One of the like hardest things for me moving here was, I mean, it was pretty easy to like pack up and go. Cause like I said, I was, I was ready to go. Um, but it was more when I got here and I actually, I met friends like right off the bat and I am so grateful for that, that like, when I got here, I was able to make friends over Zoom because, you know, COVID. So I met my first friends over Zoom. Um, but kind of one of the hardest things for me was um, while I had a really good time with these friends, I we also had a lot of differences. And I kind of changed a lot of, like, my personality and would, like, kind of change my morals and different stuff to, like, fit into this new group because I so desperately wanted friends and didn't want to just, like, be lonely out here. And also a big part of it, which is something we all need to work on, is that I wanted to look like, oh, she moved out there, made friends, having a great time. So I'd always like post with these friends so that people back home would be like, oh, wow, like she's doing so great. She's so happy out there, all this stuff. Um, So that was definitely my biggest challenge was like changing who I was just so that like. I could have friends out here instead of finding friends I could be myself with I changed who I was so that I wouldn't be lonely and could have friends wow that's deep I like it it. yeah yeah but she's done she's done a really good job with that as well but I do have like a really good friend group now that I can be myself around we share similar morals and everything and so I mean it took time it took me like going home for the summer and being around my family again, and then like reinstilling my confidence that I'm really awesome, and I don't have to change who I am just to have friends, and for me to like come back and make that change of like, okay, I'm going to start over again, fresh, and find some new friends that I can just like be myself around. Yeah, no, and that's something so important, especially when moving. You don't realize it, like growing up, you have pretty much the same friends, And then one day, like your whole life, you have the same friends and then you just decide to leave one day and you go to a new state and it's, it's you against the world. Like, you know, we both don't have family where we live. We had to, we knew zero people where we were moving. So friends was definitely a big one. Well, it's easy too, like being somewhere new where nobody knows you, you can be whoever you want and you can do whatever you want because no one's going to like call you out and put you in your place or like remind you like oh you shouldn't be doing that or whatever it is because you don't have people like looking out for you when you move like that you kind of have to like keep yourself in check and remind yourself like who you are and like what you want to be doing because now you're very much in charge of you yeah but what 
what did you struggle with? What is like a little advice you could give them about your move? Oh my goodness. Um, I know, where do we start with you? Yours, yours was toughy. <laughs> it all, ever since I left the house at 18, it was all, it all, you know, ups and downs the whole time. I mean, I was very defeated when I had to move home from New York City because that was my dream. I was, I wanted to be a background dancer for Chris Brown. Like, I know I'm like white, I have freckles, blonde hair, like it would never happen. But like, that was my <laughs> dream when I moved to New York. I wanted to do something big like that. And then I ended up having to move home and it just destroyed me for so long. And just mentally, I wasn't there. I just wasn't. Uh, so that's when I was like, I've got to figure out something. I ended up doing the University of Utah's dance team until I figured out what was next. And that's when I made the decision that I was going to go to Miami and try out for the Miami Dolphins. And I think one of the hardest things for me once I moved was to not give up and to keep going. Because when I when I got here, it was all going great. I mean, it was a big competition. I was in training camp for the Dolphins. You're trying to make friends. You're working on yourself. You know, you've got to be mentally there, physically there in just so many ways. Uh, so it was just trying to like not give up on myself. And then it, the universe would just like slap me in the face here and there and there. And then it was like, oh, you're, this is hard. Like, let's throw a hurricane your way. Like your first one, you've been here a few months, but enjoy this hurricane. It was supposed to be a category five hurricane. And I still didn't really know that many people here. So then I had to go evacuate with some friends, enjoy the hurricane. You know, so I think the hardest thing for me moving to a new country, or not a new country, it feels like it. Miami feels like another country, I'm not gonna lie. Cuba. But moving to <laughs> moving to a new state, it was just not giving up, especially with the the big dreams. And I feel like that's a big thing, you know, when you finally go out of your comfort zone, you're gonna get pushed around a bit because that is how you grow. And so that was one thing for me. And it's still something I have to push myself through all the time is don't give up. Keep going, keep going, just keep going. Well, and that's the reality of your 20s too. Like your 20s is your trial and error stage. Like I think most of the things you do in your 20s, your dreams, your friendships, your all this stuff, it's a lot of trial and error, um, but you have to just keep trying and keep like getting back up and you're gonna fail because this is such a learning time of life and these are just lessons that you got to learn and you got to go through. So you just like try something, fail. Okay, whatever. That's your 20s. Let's try again. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I know I'll talk more about, you know, like the failures and stuff. We're both going to talk about that, but we're just keeping it brief for this episode. But so you guys will hear about all the failures because it has made us who we are today. And I think that's a lot that people don't take in. You know, we're so hard on ourselves. So it's like, look at where you came from to where you are now. That's that's a big one for me. Yeah, definitely. And if any of you guys have moved somewhere and have been through similar things, like you're not alone in all that, you know, I think that's one thing too that people don't share on social media is that we're all going through these things. So if you guys are struggling to make friends or have the right kind of friends or just got fired or whatever it is. We have all been there. We're all currently there. Don't think that you're alone in it. Yeah. 
And it's just, I think the hardest thing when you move to a new state is just not having the people you go to when you need something. You know, I had no one, I've had like very few friends I could go to here in Casey's the same way. It's like, we don't have the same friends we'd usually go to. We don't have family. So you're literally just there with your own thoughts, trying to figure out what just happened, what you're going to do next, where you're going to go. You know, it's, it's a mind game, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful mess. Your 20s. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and it still is like a lot of independence. Like I remember one day my car battery died and I had like two friends and I still have two friends, um, but they were both busy and couldn't come jump my car. And like no one around me could jump my car. And that's it. Like I couldn't, like I called my dad, you know, but it's not like he could drive over there and jump my car. And I was just stuck that whole day. Like I couldn't go anywhere. And I had to figure it out myself because I didn't have my support system that I usually would have back home to come help me with like what would be such a small situation back home. There's so many people I could call to like jump my car, which here it was an all day event. Like you just kind of have to learn that like things are going to be a little different and you just have to problem solve a little differently. Okay, so this kind of has to go along the lines of the story Casey was just saying about independence. I remember when I first moved to Miami, I was staying in a friend's house. They were out of town, so I was staying there. And I was going to move into the dorms, but I couldn't move there yet. And I had to be out of the house. And it's like, what do I do? So I put all this stuff in my car that I had. And I had a cute little goldfish. My friend and I bought goldfish. What was name? I've had so many fish, I couldn't tell you. It was yeah. probably like Pete Van Hooser. I don't know. Something oh, like Pete. that. All right. <laughs> so I named them all Pete. You and Pete um, were in your car. Yeah, so I had a little mason jar with, and I like the goldfish that are like the big fat ones that no one likes. Like, I always like those ones. And so I've got this goldfish that looks pregnant. He's in a little mason jar, and I had nowhere to go, just all my stuff in my car. So it's like, well, I guess I'll just go get some food and just chill. So I'm sitting there at a restaurant with my goldfish. And I'm just like, I may be sleeping in my car tonight until I can figure out where I'm supposed to go until they will let me move into the dorms. And it was me and probably Pete, whatever his name was, just sitting there trying to figure out life. And it was just a funny moment. I remember people coming up to me and thinking I was psychotic because I had a fish with me, but I couldn't leave him in the car. It's Florida. Thing would have died. His water would have gotten warm. Exactly. <laughs> what did you What did you end up doing? Did you end up sleeping in your car? Uh, I think I got a hold of a friend and I crashed at their place for a night, and then the dorms finally let me move in early. So that's good. Life always I called works dad and been like, Dad, I'm. I'm getting a hotel, look out for the charge on the credit card. I oh my gosh. Get the presidential suite. Put myself up in the nice. You would have done that, you would. No, I, that's not a joke. I would have done that. Bank of dad. Um, anyways. So one thing I know Casey and I wanted to talk about is that as we moved, we had to learn pretty much confidence all over again. Like, we were both pretty confident in in Utah, but now it's just a whole new scene, new vibes, new people, and yeah, we had to learn confidence all over again. So, Casey, kind of talk about 
I don't know, how you had to become confident in yourself again and what you did and how other people can become confident. Yeah. So like I said earlier, like I kind of struggled with like who I was when I got here, like back home, it was very easy to just like keep being the same me I had always been. I was very confident. And then I got here and just like kind of being on your own, being very unsure about everything here. It makes you a lot more insecure. When I got here, I was like very insecure and it's a new school and all these new people. And I wanted to like be cool and I didn't want to be like the weird girl from Utah so I would just like try and act cool and not be me and I had like no confidence I would go to the bars and I'd be like are my dance moves okay like does my hair look okay is my outfit good I'm a fashion student um are they gonna think I look like a fashion student like everything I was just overthinking and kind of got insecure about everything And then um, it was just making me, like, really unhappy. Like, you know, like, on the days you feel insecure, like, obviously you're a little more unhappy than the days that you feel really good. And we all have those days. Yeah, we do. Like, yesterday I felt like I looked like a swamp monster and that I needed to crawl back into my swamp. But besides the point, um, I just kind (laughs) of, like, sat down one day and wrote down things I no longer wanted to do and feel so I like sat down and I was like I don't want to be worried about how I'm dancing at the bar because it was something I never used to worry about back home and then for some reason here like I was worried about that and I was just like doing my small little moves instead of just like going at it like I should be dancing I was like I want to be I don't want to be insecure about dancing at the bar I don't want to be insecure about talking to people or if my outfit looks fashionable enough and Different stuff like that. So I wrote down everything I did not want to do anymore. And then every time I needed a reminder, I would go back and look at that list and be like, okay, am I doing these things again? And it was more just deciding that I needed to change and I didn't want to keep like feeling insecure. So I changed like who I was hanging out with, what I was doing, and then just got like more comfortable in my new surroundings and it was kind of just like the mental decision of, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to feel this way anymore. Yeah. And that's really good. And I know a lot of, well, I know everybody has that moment in life. And I think you go in and out of it through life. You know, some days, like Casey was saying, we feel great. And then other days, it's like, what is this garbage that just woke up? Yeah. Uh, we well, all like, have you those know when moments. you go to like, you go shopping in a new place or you're at a new store you've never been to and you're like, a little bit more like cautious of what you're doing because you're not like as comfortable where you're, you're in like your normal surroundings. That's how like moving is when you go to a new store and you're like trying to figure it out and you're more like reserved. You're not around like your comfortable surroundings. And so every day you're kind of worried about what you're doing in your new surroundings, which I think just like when you move, it also just comes with time and getting comfortable where you are to start like being yourself again. So it does also just come with time when you move. Yeah, I agree. It does come with time. That's why it's so important, though, as you move to find the right people, like we keep saying, find the right friends, even though it's hard, you know, find the good ones, ditch the bad ones. They're all put in your life for a reason. Um, I know one thing with me that uh, I that had to really build my confidence is since I was doing the training camp here, I was put with hundreds of beautiful women were all trying out to 
become a cheerleader until you're put with all these, you know, like super tall, tan, gorgeous, fit women. And, you know, I was, I don't know, I was like a little break dancer in high school. Like, I ha- used to have like half my ha- hair shaved. I just did me and I enjoyed that. But now it's like, yeah, I was, I was a little punk and I enjoyed (laughs) that because I was just being me. But now it's like, oh, I'm trying not to be like this cheerleader. I've got to now all of a sudden be a put together girl. I had to learn how to do makeup because I never wore makeup. I had to have certain hair. You had to, I mean, we got weighed every week. So you constantly had to watch what you were eating. You had to hit the gym all the time. I was too white, so I had to have spray tans. Not even like the free the free spray tan that we got. I was so white, I had to get two spray tans. <laughs> I looked like a little oompa loompa, but whatever. So it was really hard for me to stay confident in myself, especially when you're getting judged about your hair. Like I remember my hair was a big problem. They were constantly like, "Try this, go do this, cut her hair." Somebody like. It was just a huge battle to to do. And I knew that I had the talent to be there. But mentally, it was like my confidence just would drop and drop and drop. And it was so hard to keep it up. And I just looked around and I was like, every girl here is so pretty. And they are all struggling with the same confident problems that I'm struggling with. Everybody struggles with it. We all have our insecurities. And I was like, but this is such a hard feeling. And I hate that I have to go home and like talk myself up every single day to come back and do it again tomorrow. Like it was, it was really mentally, it was more mentally hard than physically. Like I could sit out there and dance for hours. That was no problem. It was mentally hard. And so I know one thing that really helped me was to not let the thoughts in my head get to me of, oh, I'm not tall enough, I'm not tan enough, I'm not pretty enough, blah, blah, blah. Like those thoughts, I I had to just keep blocking out and being like, you know what, I'm here for a reason. I've worked my butt off for this and I deserve to go as far as my calling is going to take me, you know? And I just had to be straightforward to those thoughts. And then I also did take makeup classes. Like, you know what, if I'm not confident in my makeup, then, like, I'm going to watch YouTube tutorials. Did I say that right? Tutorials. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pronounced tutorials. Tutorials. Yeah. Tutorials. Clearly, I didn't watch those. Um, <laughs> but, like, that's something you should be doing if there's something you want to learn, like, confidence-wise. Like, my mom went and put me in makeup classes because she was like, you need to learn. So that way you're confident in how you look when Mine you go out and was, present yourself. Um, in high school senior year my boyfriend broke up with me and the next day my mom took me to a makeup class and said we're gonna teach you how to do some makeup and I was like okay guess I had to get me a new man or something I don't know yeah but like it actually did help with our confidence I mean it took me a long time to to learn how to do makeup I'm still learning (laughs) yeah right like just baby steps like that to help with your confidence Uh, it was huge for me in general I even took like hair, went to hair classes. I had to do it all. I guess the well, point is, it's like, like, sorry. No. I think one thing to like point out that Megan said too, that um, she would go home and like build herself up. And I think it's really important to like yourself, like have the mental strength to build your confidence back up. But also like at the same point, you need to recognize 
if you're being surrounded by people that are tearing down your confidence because you can only build up your confidence so long and confidence comes a lot too with who you surround yourself with. So like you shouldn't have to be go home, go home every single day and talk yourself back up because if that's happening, you should get into a new situation where they, <laughs> you go home feeling confident about yourself. It's true. But life isn't always like that. I mean, the situation I was in, you know, we are all fighting for the same spot. So it wasn't like that. But that was just for like that period of my life. But yeah, it's like, she's right. You don't want to have to be do that every day. Which and sometimes you do. You're going to have to build that mental toughness as well. But if it is a situation you can get out of, always get out of that situation. Yeah. But I mean, one thing is you have to realize, since we're talking about confidence and stuff, and how we had to learn it all over again once we moved is that everybody struggles with it in a way. So don't look at yourself, like don't be so hard on yourself. Like we all have insecurities. It's just how you're gonna, I don't know, get over them in a way or work through them. You know, some of our insecurities could be our greatest assets. Like, Yeah, no, like Megan said, we all struggle with our things. And if you guys have any like insecurities or fun problems or, moving problems or anything you're struggling with, feel free to like reach out to us and we can talk about it and share our wisdom about the situation to the best of our abilities in one of our future episodes and just kind of help like walk you through it and how we get over some of these things. Shoot us a message on whatever it is, social media, you know, chime in. We want to hear from you guys. We want to be able to help you guys. We we've got some good advice we think we could give you guys. So feel free to drop us questions. Um, But that kind of concludes what we wanted to talk about in this episode. And we hope that you guys join us for episode three. Not sure what our topic is going to be yet, but I promise you it's going to be a really good one. (laughs) It is. It's they're just going to keep getting better and better. We're going to get in the flow of doing this more. And once we start hearing from you guys, I think it's going to get really good. So I agree. We're and ready. We, we will start dropping in some like fun, crazy stories. Um, so yeah. stick around. Maybe stories. we should we should tell a really good one in episode three. A pretty good, crazy story. We should tell a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll stay tuned for episode three. three. Yes. Yeah. Um, well... Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you guys next week on The One With Reality. Go follow us, like us, whatever social media you guys do. Subscribe. We're excited. Send it to your friends. Build some confidence with a K. Oh, that's not a gang sign. All right. See y'all later.